0: Welcome to episode number 20 of the local lid on. My name is Zach Bishop, and I am joined as always and back on the actual screen this time by
1: Danny Shannon, sir.
0: All right, Danny, thank you for joining me. Hope you uh, enjoyed your time in uh, let's see, uh, Florida and uh, Worth, Tennessee. Yes,
1: yes, sir. Glad to be back though, man, for sure.
0: Yes, sir. Okay, um. Today we are going to be talking first the Steelers. Danny, your thoughts on the Steelers' uh, 16 to 10 victory over uh, Cincinnati Bengals? I realized I said the Cleveland Browns in the description
1: when I (laughs)
0: scheduled this broadcast, but my apologies for that. And your thoughts,
1: Zach? I mean, there are so many avenues that we could go down to start out, and they are all pretty positive for the most part. And and Zach. I cannot remember the last time that Steeler Nation has been this excited. I mean, dude, we i, I walked through, you know, the halls at school uh, today, and you know, everybody was holding the door. You know, everybody was was smiling. You know, on a Monday morning. You know that that doesn't happen when the Steelers okay. lose. Everybody's I mean?
0: holding the door like it. And I need—I need you to tip your screen down, please.
1: Oh, yeah, here we we go, here we go. Thank you. Yeah, for sure, man. No, Zach, I mean, and the Steelers looked like an actual offense for the first time in a while, you know? And um, under Mike Sullivan and Eddie Faulkner, um, the Steelers had their first 400-plus total yard game in 58 games. Um, Which
0: translates to, I believe, week two of the COVID season, 2020 against uh, Denver. I mean, Zach, when you Players think about no that fans now? in the building, so this is the first time, and I don't know when, that the Steelers have played a game that they've thrown for 400 or more yards with fans in the building. Because last time they did it, there were no fans in the building because we were in a pandemic.
1: <laughs> no, Zach, Zach, you're you were exactly right, buddy. No, I mean, I was just ecstatic that the uh, Steelers were actually using the middle of the field, Jack, you know, and, and that was my biggest critique with Matt Canada um, at the helm of the offense. The fact that we just did not use the middle of the field, you know, Pat Frymuth was over a hundred yards in his first game back Um in, in a few weeks there. I mean, that, that, that's just huge. You know, we got, we got another contributor. Um, and, and I just think that that's, that's awesome. You know, um, I, I, I still, you know, I, I am still, um, I still, I mean, I, 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 I was super, super excited about about the Russian game, you know, and I, I, and it's the point, Zach, where instead of begging, begging for more or instead of begging for, for something we we, we want more, you know, when's the last time that, that we were able to say, it would be great if, you know, Najee Harris could get over the hundred yard mark, you know, wow. we like he, he had 99 yards yesterday, 99. Mm-hmm. When is the last time Najee Harris has done that? Jalen yeah. Warren continued to make explosive plays. He does that every single week. So Zach, I am overall just super, super I- intrigued and and excited by the at the current state of the Steelers. You know, the the one thing, um, that the one big thing that I do want to see is you know we we gained we we gained a lot of yards, but that didn't translate a ton to, to point production. You know, we only scored sixteen points, and that was enough to defeat a a. Um, Cincinnati Bengals team that you know is is dealing with some injuries um, uh, with uh, um, Joe Burrow and uh, and T Higgins out, but you know down the stretch I just want to see more point production. But Zach, as we always say, a win is a win is a win is a win, and I am just thrilled that that we are talking on a on a victory Monday as opposed to another Steelers. Um, disappointing offensive performance, man I'm, I'm just, I'm really, really Excited, man
0: uh, Danny, your thoughts on The um, In my opinion, missed uh, challenge By uh, Coach Tomlin with the Deontay Johnson getting uh, well, They say three feet inbound, but You know what I mean, took three steps with the ball had right. he, It looked like he did Survive the ground Danny, it, it, and Even the in-studio refer, Former referee, Gene territory uh, He said that that should have been a touchdown and he didn't really get why the Joe did not challenge it day your spots yeah
1: exactly yeah. no i was i was um i was kind of wondering wondering the same thing um you know and uh, i was I, I was listening to it on on the radio and it was just it was very interesting to to hear uh I, I, bill hillgrove's take on it with everything and and he's uh-huh. he's always a colorful uh colorful commentator for sure he's always just super super passionate um and i mean it was it was uh but yeah Zach, i mean i i te- i agree with you 100% that that was a missed challenge you know yeah. um i think that mike Tolan um kind of said that you know he he um thought about challenging it but that um you know they couldn't get a guy uh in the in the booth um they couldn't get the replay guy you know on the phone fast enough, so they decided decided to go against it. He said, "You know, had it been don't they have had headsets been, on?
0: What's that? Don't they have headsets on? Don't they all have headsets on? No, is
1: that exact? And that dude, that's the thing that's been going all over social media today. Is like, you know, they all should have
0: headsets on.
1: A hundred, hundred percent. And um, I but think speaking of needing a headset on, I mean, you need and, it. The, and the the cool thing, the cool thing about winning, Zach." Is that this this looms large? But how 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 large would it have loomed had the Steelers been on the been on the wrong side of that? That's I mean, it's just so funny how how like yeah, I feel like that's that was a miss um, a miss uh, missed opportunity to um, you know count an explosive play mm-hmm. with Deontay Johnson, um, and I mean Deontay Johnson probably would have just been happy with with the extra yardage that he would have gotten uh but but um how much I just think it's so funny after you know the the how how you know co- uh, situations like that kind of everybody can kind of laugh about it instead of just like being absolutely just enraged by it because because of the uh, the, the result of the game but but yeah Zach I mean I think that was it that was a missed opportunity, but hopefully down the stretch we can, kind of can learn from this and hopefully don't make that mistake again, you know what I
0: mean? Stop leaning. Um, also, Danny, your thoughts on also with Deontay, Deontay, here's something he will not be happy about is the play where he was kind of looking around like, what am I supposed to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah. what the hell's going on?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, Zach, that, that's another thing, man. Uh, that was a, that was very, um, you know, that was interesting because obviously on a, on a fumble, you want your, you want your guys to, to like, you want your offensive guys to, you know, try your, try your absolute hardest to, um, get, get the ball, get the, uh, defensive player that has the ball down and and limit the damage, so to speak. And, um, you know, that, uh, that obviously Deontay Johnson did not, um, did not really help help that the cause there. Um, but again, Jack. I mean, I I I I, and I I love the fact that we're nitpicking after a win, and not after a loss. Because man, oh man, would the whole entire tone of this podcast be changed if the result on the scoreboard was reversed? But I mean, Zach, uh, I just. I'm um, really, really excited, man. Because, yeah. like, when, when I when I look when I look at at this team, right? You know, how like how many many teams have this versatility that we have in terms of all three phases of the ball? You know, and mm-hmm. I and I I think. Everybody was, you know, ecstatic about the offense, and rightfully so. You know, um, 400 yards plus in, in uh, for the first time in 58 games is something to be proud of. It's something to, you know, be super excited about, as, as we said. But also, Zach, how about the defense that continues to produce, man? How, so, so it, it, if the offense can kind of just float above water and continue to make progression every week as we, as we just did like TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith and Cam, Cam Hayward, they still just cause havoc all the time. And, you know, people are going to say that, you know, would have been different with Joe Burrow. And yeah, it, it definitely would have, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow is more talented than, than Jake Browning, um, who I, you know, who, uh, is a, is a kind of, stereotypical backup quarterback, but you can only play the teams that, you know, that line up in front of you. And I I mean, I I was just super like, I just want it's just hard not to get excited when you see the, the, uh, the depth this team has also, Zach, I was, I was super, super excited. You know, George Pickens is a guy that we've been trying to get going. Right. And, and George Pickens is also a guy that, that, you know, when um, when one play you know, or another doesn't, doesn't go his way, he tends to kind of be absent for the rest of the game. And George Pickens was not absent. You know, I think in the third quarter, he only had one catch for five yards up to that point. But he made plays down the stretch. And the most important play, Zach, the most important winning play that George Pickens made was recovering that onside kick. So we can, you know, I, I, I was just... Like that is that is how we win football games. Every game doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to win a be, beat a museum. It just has to say w or w at the at the end of the day. And George mm-hmm. Pickens helped us with that, so i would I was just so excited for George Pickens, man. I really was.
0: Thank you, Danny. And uh, with the Steelers now being at with a record with a now sitting at seven and four record-wise, let's take a look at the division standings here.
1: So, uh, atop
0: the UFC North, we have the Baltimore Ravens at nine and three. The Steelers in second place with a record of seven, a seven and four. The Browns in third place with also a record of seven and four. And lastly, the Bengals who sit at five and six. Now, I think that the, with, with the I'm going to meet you, Danny. The uh, uh, with the division, where I'm sorry, with the Steelers' remaining games, we have the Cardinals, the Patriots, the Colts, the Bengals, the Seahawks, and, and the Ravens. The the only, I mean, so what's that? One, two, three. Four, five. I think we could win four or five of these next six. So that would be twelve or thirteen wins. I mean, so the steel, so we're playing. I don't even know who, who Atlanta's quarterback is. Um, but in my opinion, and this still stands, I still don't see how, uh, the Steelers can miss the playoffs. And, uh, and I, I think this year now with the, the quarter, with the lack of quarterback health in the division, I think the Steelers could contend for the division, um, if he catch the Ravens.
1: Zach, I, I, I 100% agree, uh, with, with, with what you, with what you said, man. I mean, I think the, um, you know, everything is aligning for the Steelers to, you know, if they keep if we keep doing what we're doing, I think you're right, Zach. We will be in the mix, you know, come week uh come week uh, seven or eighteen there because of the buy. But but yeah, um I I uh I think I think you're exactly right, Zach. I think that the Steelers just need to continue to do what they you know, do what they do, right? And and find a way, right? Uh I what I don't want to happen, Zach, is us, you know, we play the, the Cardinals and the Patriots. And both of those teams offenses are not very good. And and you know, the Cardinals the Cardinals defense is, is not good either. Um just from I, I won't check their record real quick. I think they're they are uh let's one see in, here. One
0: and in...
1: Yeah, they're they're not very good. Um,
0: The Colts, I think, are one and ten. Yeah,
1: the the Colts are. I think they're like four and six or something like that. No,
0: there, somebody's one and ten. So yeah, Carolina, Carolina. Cardinals
1: Cardinals are two and ten. Yeah, Cardinals are two and ten. So that that should not be a game that that we the Steelers should lose. However, historically, you know, however, Zach. The Steelers tend to, you know, play down to their opponent. We always tend to do that, you know. And, and I, you know, I loved the Steelers um, using Pat Frymuth in the middle of the field, but Arizona's probably going to adjust to that. So we got to continue. The biggest thing that the Steelers are going to do is just sustain, 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 sustain. Yep. If if the Steelers do that, I, I think we'll be, we'll be right in the mix. And I just – what I'm looking for, Zach, is just for – us to continue to develop and continue to find a way.
0: Start way to seven. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh and lastly, we're gonna um so uh, the with the uh Pitt Panthers football team finished the season with a thirty to nineteen loss, I believe it was to Duke, with a to finish with a final record of three and nine. Yes, sir. Uh, Danny, thank you, Danny. Your thoughts? Just thought. Like, well, you no, I'm not done. Uh, so three and nine. Uh, actually, yeah, Danny. Your thoughts?
1: <laughs> Zach, dude. I mean, I know you said you it's said fine. a no. Yeah, that that is not good. Oh, okay. You do you do it not go horrible. through. You do not go three and nine by accident. I no, I. No. I mean, Zach. I I really really think, and you said this. Um weeks earlier that you that you were done with pit football. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna have a hard time.
0: I hate believing, watching.
1: I know. I yeah. Zach, you're you're exactly right, buddy. Uh, I I'm gonna have a hard time. You know, turning on the the pit game on Saturday after the after this 2023 season because it was certainly not one to write home about. And I you know I, didn't, I, I need to clip that. I I am I am still going to. I, I, i'm still going to sit through as much pit football as i can consume because you know that's what that's what sports fans of of, of bad teams who have bad seasons do you know we keep we keep pushing and in the hopes that things will get better you know we have a lot of practice with that as being pirates fans like the but, you know, <laughs> you're, jack and, and and here's the here's the thing is I don't Really know where pit football goes from here, because like I said, Zach, you don't go three and nine by accident. I mean, th- the three, you know, I'm not even counting the Wofford game, which is an which is an FCS school. You know, like we basically had two good games. We had a heck of a game against Louisville. And a heck of a game against or no? I mean a decent game against Boston College, you know, who who we they were like six and four or something when we played them. So so we'll take we'll take that win, you know. But no. other than that, Zach, there's no games that we like.
0: There's nothing there.
1: I mean there it, there's it, nothing. it really there really isn't, you know, and, and I think that um I don't think that Pat Narduzzi is going to be fired. Is that, I mean, I'd be curious to hear. Like, Jack, do you think Pat Narduzzi is going to be fired? We'll talk about Frank Signati being fired here shortly after. After after uh, after I address Pat Narduzzi, but like, do you think Pat Narduzzi after that is going to be fired? Yes. My,
0: I I, I, do, I don't see how I don't I do not see how Pitt football can proceed with him at the helm. I after after going three and nine, you know, and, and having, you know. Uh, phil jacobic a quarterback but you know that that way we, we had a freaking quarterback carousel all year but <laughs> i had to watch myself here um but yeah i i just don't see how this offense can or even this whole team rather i i think that um that, that doozy. i mean in the press conference the other day, he was throwing his players under the bus um, I don't remember, I don't remember what exactly was said, but I feel like he was, I, I did hear, he was throwing his players under the bus, you know, oh, he said, oh, we got guys, you know, apparently running into a referee, I was, I was at work, so I didn't see, I didn't see any of this last game, uh, but apparently a wide receiver ran into a referee, now, you know, one side of the argument would be, why would the referee be there, but the other side is, it would be that, why would you not get out of the way, you know? Right, right. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't see how doozy can can still be employed by the University of Pittsburgh after this season. Coming off an, a, uh, an ACC title just uh, not two years ago after, you know, after uh, Kenny Pickett left.
1: Well, Zach, Zach that's my – so I completely agree that, you know, Pan is should be the number one person to blame for the 3-9 because, you know, like it or not, your duty as a head coach – you know, because of because of you being the head coach, you got to take the most responsibility for a bad year, a bad game, and and,
0: and he does not do that.
1: I mean, he's a little bit of a of a he's um,
0: on the Bush guy.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, ex- exactly, Zach. And sometimes I get frustrated because he he doesn't, you know, he kind of d- deflects things, and or, but I I do think that deep things, down, Pat Narduzzi a lot. knows it's he knows it's – He definitely knows it's not good enough, Zach. You know what I mean. Yeah. And and you know you saw it from his demeanor after post game press conferences. And here's my, you know, I guess my being like I'll kind of advocate for Pat Narduzzi here for a, a little bit. Is just the the fact that we are only two years uh, removed from um, an ACC championship. Um, I mean, we had we had Kenny Pickett, and obviously right. he's. Uh, yeah, mind. that 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 helps, but but um, mm-hmm. but but yeah, I mean, and I think my kind of view on this is, you know, like somehow, some way, pit football got into this mess. You know, I think it's on Narduzzi to to help get us out, and I I I think that uh, I'll be super interested to see um, where what direction the Panthers go. I mean. We've already fired our offensive coordinator. You took uh, my what, line. What's that, bud?
0: You took my line.
1: Oh, did, did I did I realize? No, Zach, what, what do you think about the, the Frank Signetti firing, man? It, I mean, yeah, your...
0: yeah it, I mean, while it's not the firing that I would have liked to see, I think that would be, um, I mean, Signetti, he really, you know, he really, uh, I don't know. I really don't know.
1: Um, yeah. Go, no, yeah, Zach. I, the biggest thing that I was, and again, this seems like Frank Cignetti is definitely, most definitely, a scapegoat for how bad pit football was.
0: Hey, they just like Matt Canada. What's that, up? Just like Matt Canada.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and Zach. Um, that's a again a tremendous point. Bringing back to the, because at the end of the day, you know, coaches make game plans. And and you know try and call plays that put the players, um, in in the best position, you know. But when you lose fifty-one to seven against Notre Dame, you know that that like that's not good. You know what I mean? And that's not on the the offensive coordinator. You know, you got obviously you got to figure out a way to to score more than seven points when Notre Dame scores fifty some. But it's also like, at some point. The players just didn't, the, the, the system didn't work. And the players ultimately are the ones that have to execute the system. You know, and I, and I it's, you, you feel, you really feel for the, for, for the seniors this year. Um, because that's not how you want your, your football career to end. Um, but, but I mean, Zach, pit football is not in a good place right now. So yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be fascinated to kind of see how, the direction in which kind of pit uh, pit football is taken in the offseason. it'll certainly be be uh, interesting to to watch and hopefully, I mean, here's to a better twenty twenty four, right? I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I, there's it's not a super, it's in fact it's a very low bar, it's, um, but but hopefully we can get better, man.
0: Your final thoughts on all things discussed on this twentieth edition of the
1: Local our podcast? No, Zach. I mean, uh, dude. We are, it's hard to believe that the Steelers are seven and four and we are into the back half of the, uh, 2024 or 2023 NFL season, 2023, 2024 NFL season. There we go. Um, but you know, I am just super excited as a fan to, to continue to, you know, watch, watch this, uh, Steelers season, and obviously, I, I mean, I hope Pitt can, Pitt football can be at a better place come, come next year, but Jack, always, always, always enjoy, uh, talking sports with you, buddy, and, and always appreciate everybody for, for watching and listening.
0: All right, and, uh, quick program, you know, we want to hear from you, so what we are going to do is, we are, what are you laughing Oh, I know you're laughing at. So, I'm going to in a minute give you a phone number that is a voicemail only phone number for so now. We're we're not taking any calls because I think that that's actually quite dangerous. Because I can't screen any of the calls. So if you want to leave a voicemail and uh, talk about anything that we discussed here today or any want to give us your take on anything. On anything, it is this. It, it, the phone number is on your screen off for the live stream. For the audio listeners, that number is 412 four five zero zero eight eighty five like by leaving a voicemail you can you allow us to use you to use the voicemail on uh on the podcast and in other forms of media please do not leave any personal please do not put any personal information in the voicemails as those will be if as those can be used on the um on the podcast if you don't want any if you don't want to be featured then do not leave a voicemail and if you do leave any Personal information, then uh, your voicemail will not be used. So, once again, that number is 412 450 0885. We would like to hear from you. We hope uh, that you will leave a voicemail. I guarantee you, Danny's going to call that number when I'm, when we're done here and Leo will have, <laughs> have, have me use it on the show. Um, But uh, yeah, for that, this has been the 20th edition of Local Letter podcast. I want to thank Danny once again for showing up on the screen this time. I want to thank Danny for all his tremendous work, all of his hard work. Uh, And lastly, as Snoop Dogg would say, I want to thank me. (laughs) This has been the 20th edition of the Local Lowdown Podcast. He's Danny Schaeferholzer. I'm Zach Fishoff, And we will see you next time right here on the Local Lowdown Podcast. See you next time.